Oh, hi. Sorry, let me turn the telly off. (laughs) (laughs) No problem. (laughs) Sorry, I've been lying here with the Zoom thing uh, since 1.43. Ah, okay. Um, And, um... And I obviously now have lost my remote control. There's my glasses, my dog's foot. Um, there we go. All right, got it. Yeah. What are you watching? We're Something good? In the Dark. It's a Netflix series about a, a, a blind girl who's kind of a sleuth. Close the okay. door. Will you close the door, Adam? Thank you, sweetie. Dingus was going to jump out. <laughs> <laughs> We're keeping Dingus um, away from the new dog that's here because... Um, he gets his hackles up when when the new dog is around, and and also he's licking his toes at the moment. So we're trying. I'm trying <laughs> to help Dingus to not have sore toes. <laughs> That's a good thing. That's a good thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so welcome to my life. <laughs> hey, I, I'll take it. It sounds it sounds very mundane, and like you just live uh, a normal life. It's like I they do. say the stars; they're just like us. Yep, this is exactly the truth. The truth that couldn't be it couldn't be truer. I mean, you know, sometimes we get special perks. Um, we don't have to have financial insecurity, um, which we're oh, I'm very grateful for. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, um, but it means that we can do a lot of good if we want to. That's what I like doing. Well, so happy to have uh, Sia on the show this afternoon and taking some time to chat with us about uh, all the amazing things that you've been up to lately and have coming in the future. Yeah. Um, Thanks one, for helping me. Absolutely. Uh, one of the things you just touched on a little bit about is um, you are a huge advocate for a, a ton of different things. Um, yeah. And you really use your platform for good, which I think is amazing. Um, I want you to talk about some of the things that are near and dear to your heart. Okay, sure. Well, when I started to get famous, my manager said, "Okay, pick pick a cha- pick a cause." He said, "Cuz I'm going to get about a zillion requests for you to sing at charity events. So I want to know which ones to send through to you." Um, and I was like, "Could I pick two? And he said, "Yes." And I so I picked queers, LGBTQ+, whatever. Um, and dogs, rescue dog rescue dogs. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I, after I adopted my sons, I learned more about racism. Um, and so now also I'm uh, uh, extremely attached to the Black Lives Matter movement um, because my eyes have been totally opened. Absolutely. And uh, the new being an adoptive mom is a pretty new thing for you. Just back in May, you made that official. Um, how's yeah. that been going through been this awesome pandemic thing, having uh, having two oh, sons? Yeah, it's actually been totally, uh, well, I mean, you know, obviously sometimes you're like, I need to talk to an adult. Um, <laughs> but mostly it's just the best ever. Um, and I had lots of practice because I, um, I want to pretend, I pretended I was Maddie's mom since she was 11. (laughs) I just like, like Melissa, her real mother would let me pretend, play pretend. (laughs) And I, I'm very grateful to her for that because I, I really, I loved being able to be a mummy. And, um, and that's why I realized I wanted to, um, adopt teenagers um, because they are the least likely to get adopted. Most of them have given up on ever having a family Mm -hmm. or a mummy. And, um, and so, oh, it's hella rewarding. 
Absolutely. I'm a new dad to an eight month old and it's, I've been a, a dog parent for years, um, yeah. but it's the most amazing thing. Isn't it? It's so sweet. It's just, I don't know. I feel like, and it's very funny because I feel like there's certain things that they've gotten from me, but they, they didn't because <laughs> <laughs> I only had them for one year and then 19, you know? Yep. So, but I'm like, oh, you were destined to me. Oh, you got that from me. I'm like, you go, oh, you must have got that from me. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm also gratefully, you know, I can't, I can't take credit for all the things that, you know, effed them up. So I'm, what I'm taking credit for now is helping, um, you know, as you said, uh, like the, one of the benefits of being, um, uh, I guess a celebrity is that you, can generate cash and that cash you can then use to help people. And mm-hmm. in this case, I'm using it to help with a lot of trauma recovery mm-hmm. for the boys. And that's, you know, that's why, how better way to spend it. I yeah. just feel, I feel very grateful. An amazing use for sure. Uh, and on top of all of that personal stuff, your career has just been busy and busy talking about this new movie, music that is uh, still going to come out in September. Has anything been changed with everything COVID know. going on? Here's Oh, yeah, probably. Um, I don't know at all anything except here's what I know. I know that Tenet is coming out first. So they're going to keep pushing Tenet, right? Mm-hmm. So, But all for all your listeners, just know that once Tenet comes out, then music is coming out. Gotcha. And this is a uh, a project that's been, from what I read, a 13-year project. I'll start as a one-page story that now you've evolved into this movie. Yeah, and actually it's now about 18 years old. Wow. <laughs> I just plonked into my head once. And then, you know, years and years and years, many years, tens of years later, I decided to um, to write a screenplay. Um, and... It, yeah, and then write another screenplay, and then <laughs> and then uh, revise and revise and revise, and then get the confidence to um, uh, get the money and direct mm-hmm. it. So and- um, yeah, I cast it pretty much all through Twitter um, and um, Instagram. I heard Kate Hudson singing on Instagram. I heard, or oh, I went and saw Leslie Odom Jr. in Hamilton, and I take. I texted him. I tweet. I tweeted him and asked him uh, if he wanted to be this lead male lead in my movie. And <laughs> he said, "Sure." <laughs> so you're telling um, me that Sia casted this entire movie by sliding into people's DMs? That's a, I, the best I story ever I've heard. Well, and that's how I, you know, how I cast Maddie for Sh- Chandelier as well. Is I threw on Twitter oh, but publicly. I didn't even go to DM. <laughs> I publicly asked her. Because she wasn't following me, she didn't know who I was. She was a tiny little new little noodle boodle. <laughs> so, um, uh, yeah, um, I but I did. I cast uh, all the my main, I guess, fourteen characters except for Hector Elizondo. That went through the casting agent, but um, yeah, Mary Kay Place that went through the casting agent, but, um, but yeah, I did request Hector and Mary. So, but it's, yeah, it's, um, everyone else I was able to contact through, through, I found this incredible new actor called Beto. (laughs) I wish I could remember his last name. (laughs) (laughs) 
but he's one of the stars of the movie too. And he's um, unbelievable. And I found him by asking on Twitter, I said, I need a, and I described the character and people sent me videos of that kind of look dancing. And I eventually, I flew him out. I auditioned him and hired him on the spot and he started the next day. So cool. Such a cool and he's story. A, he's, and he's a really big part of the movie too. And he's unbelievable. Amazing. And uh, this is this didn't start always as a musical, though, this project. No. It was meant to, because, you know, I had ego issues. <laughs> Surprise! Um, <laughs> um, and uh, and I really, 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 really was scared. Um, I guess it was more fear. Maybe it was fear and ego, but um, I was afraid to make, a musical I wanted to make because I hate musicals first of all um uh I think they're cheesy so cheesy um and um and it's just they're just not for me um and then also I wanted to sort of make a narrative film it's it was a story it wasn't a musical it was a narrative it uh you know to me and I wanted to make a movie because I wanted people to think to see that I was a serious director Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and then, like, a lot of people told me I was being really, really stupid. Um, and they said, it's like you're losing, you're, it's like you're using, uh, no, it's like you've got a blank, um, scrabble piece and you're not using it. Yep. And, and you'll get way better financing if you make it a musical because that's what people know you for and they'll trust, they'll trust it more. So I turned it into a musical and and how happy I am that I did because it's really, now it's much more um, dim- dimensional. Yeah. <laughs> it's got, it's, yeah, it's in, it's in many dimensions. <laughs> and your music videos are so artfully done and just, well, you know, great pieces of, am, of art. I, thank you. But I, I would credit Daniel Askell a lot with the, clean looking like i like i just me directed together the video so if you've seen to the video for to, just to, for together you'll see um it's more uh it's it's more clanky mm-hmm. <laughs> um daniel askill really brings an elegance to things and he and i was were partners in directing um all of my music videos i just had at the time i i was a singer with good ideas Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I wanted Maddie and I, and I wanted Ryan Heffington, that choreographer. And so I, I curated it and then I co-directed it with him, but I wasn't sure if I was really a director or whether I was just a singer with good ideas. But, um, the more I did, uh, you know, I, then for my tour stuff, I got to direct Ben Mendelssohn and Paul Dano and Kristen Wiig and Tignataro and, um, and, I just felt it felt so good mm-hmm. <laughs> and I started to think, Oh, maybe I am a director. And then, um, Lena Dunham and, um, uh, Dallas Clayton, my co-writer, um, and then Shia LaBeouf said, you're a director. And because I'd worked with Shia on Elastic Heart and so he'd seen me at work mm-hmm. with Daniel and he said, you're a director. I was like, oh, oh, he would know because he's been in a billion movies. So I just, so 
So I just, I got enough guts. Dallas gave, did some cheerleading and I got enough guts up to, to make the movie. But I was very afraid that I would be, you know, it's like when an actor makes an album or, you know, and people take the mickey out of them. Yep. So, you know, I was, I just might, I was fearful of that. I was frightened of being ridiculed, I think. Um, but it's actually a very beautiful movie and I'm really proud of it. And we can't wait to see it. Also comes along with the soundtrack, 10 songs on there that you've done, including the lead single together, which we're playing on the radio a ton. Thank um, you. And uh, one of the things I love with this is uh, African proverb that I'm, I'm not sure if you put this quote out or, or just sort of ties in with the song, but if you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, go together. Together. I think yeah. that's amazing. That's I think that's it's perfect. an African proverb. Yeah, it's beautiful, isn't it? It sums up so much about what's going on in the world. Yeah. It, it's um it's a hard time. Mm-hmm. It's a isolating time. It's a it's a hard time. I you know, I I really feel for everybody. It's uh uh it can really get you down. Mm-hmm. Just either you know, especially if you don't have a family or you don't have like you weren't quarantined. I was lucky enough that I was on holiday when they called quarantine. And so I had Maddie with me and I had like her boyfriend, Eddie Benjamin with me. And I had my bestie, Tonya Brewer. And I like, I had my friend George, who's also my meditation teacher. Like I had a whole bunch of just my favorite people ever. So I was really, really lucky. Um, and so, uh, you know, and so I got to have connection, but they've since, you know, had to go back to LA, um, some, uh, to their own homes and stuff. And, um, and it has been much harder since they left. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I love my son and I love my bodyguard. Um, they're so awesome. Um, but I, think that for the brain to function correctly if you um look into the dunbar numbers you're supposed to have one person that you talk to every day face to face that's usually a spouse or a best friend and then you're supposed to have three to five b relationships um that are people that you see in person at least once a week and that's to lift the burden from your a relationship yeah um so as not to expect everything from just that one a relationship um uh, and so to have a healthy brain, uh, it's really important, you know, to be, be calling at least three to five people a day, um, FaceTiming them if, you know, um, or, or socially distancing and being with people, you know? It's important to be My, social. We're social beings. Yeah, we are. We're born to connect. And, and without that connection, it really can cause the, it can cause the brain to do funny things. Yeah. So that's, that's a, uh, you know, if you're out there and you're feeling weird or sad or anxious or depressed, you're normal. That's normal. If you're not getting enough connection. So yeah, uh, well, that's what I learned. What's it like as an artist with together being a song that you wrote a while ago before all this was going on to have yeah. it take on a different meaning um, you know, from what you wrote it on, but that's also so fitting. Yeah, that's how I think that's how the universe works generally for me. 
I, I've been a very lucky that, you know, things get delayed or blah, blah, blah. But then what happens, what tends to happen, because I've always been, had a lucky duck strike, um, a streak or something is that, um, is that it comes out when it's supposed to. It, it yeah. comes out when yeah. it's supposed to, when it's most at the most meaningful time, when it's absolutely supposed to. So I used to really fret over things like, hurry up, hurry up, I wish this would come out, I wish this would come out. Now I understand that songs come out when they're supposed to, movies come out when they're supposed to, um, songs get sung by who they're supposed to be sung by, um, that that they all just land where they're supposed to and, and I have, I'm totally not in control. And I, so I just turn it all over. It's funny when you say the songs uh, sung by people who are supposed to. Katy Perry was actually just talking about you last week about being <laughs> yeah, sent the demo that. of Titanium and saying, no, 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 this is not the song for me. Uh, Sia, who sang the demo, is who should sing the song. Uh, what was seeing that like? Oh, so we were, we're really good friends. So she she had told me that. Um, uh, but it was, felt very sweet. I was very proud when I saw that she told the world. That was very... You know, but she, we're we're close. That's awesome. And uh, you, speaking of titanium, seeing the notes here that you have another song coming with David Guetta later this year. Uh, that recipe has been very successful in the past. Uh, I know. So, uh, what can you <laughs> tell us a little I, bit about that? Well, that's why I keep doing it, boy. Um, so I can <laughs> <laughs> donate millions of dollars to things like. <laughs> Like I, I, this year I, I donated a million dollars to core when the COVID thing happened. And then suddenly all this awful, you know, um, George Floyd, all that horrible stuff happened. And I'd already spent, I, I'd just given them nearly all of my spare cash. Cause I'm, you know, people think I'm like super crazy rich, but, um, you know, like any normal person, you only have a certain amount of cash in the bank. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I have to, I was like, oh, I, I even had to give core half in, the, in this finance, last financial year and half this financial year. So, <laughs> Cause I'm building a house. So, um, but yeah, um, uh, that's why I do all these songs with David Guetta because those ones generate so much money. It's crazy. Yep. I don't know why we have the special chemistry, but I, I mean, he's such a gentle, sweet person. I, you know, I've only met him twice. Really? Yeah. Oh no, three times, three times. Sorry. Huh. So then Isn't do you just crazy? work everything remotely? Yeah. And with almost everybody. So I've been like, I've been quarantining for like four years. <laughs> yeah. And not necessarily intentionally. It was the, the making the movie was definitely the hardest thing I've ever done in my whole life. Yeah. And it's the best thing I think I've ever done in my whole life. So I, I feel grateful for that. And uh, you mentioned you're building a new house. This is not anything music related, but uh, what is you looking most forward to in this new house? Is there something that you're really excited, a feature you've put in there that you can't wait to actually get to use? Yeah, you're going to, it's a, such a, such a doofus thing. But um, in the rec room, I put two ski ball machines. Love it. <laughs> <laughs> and I put two of those games where you push the quarters off the ledge. That's and are they going to dispense tickets so you can trade them in for prizes? No, they'll just, they just kick out more coins. 
Perfect. So it's just the it's just a meditative process. You just put <laughs> the things in, you get the sound of the ching ching ching, you get the dopamine response. Yeah. I love <laughs> you, it. I think that's great. Put, but then on top of the games where that are for, for quarters is just going to be a bowl full of quarters. Yep. <laughs> so you can just play. Anyone can just play whenever they want. <laughs> we got a couple so, of really cool uh, Instagram questions in I want to throw your way. Okay. Um, one you touched on a little bit, but what has it been? This came from Sarah. She said, what's it been like working with and knowing the Ziegler family and being in oh, such a, uh, involved with them for so long? It has been an absolute dream. I love them so much. As I said, I like, I've been practicing being a mummy on Maddie um, and then Kenzie. Um, and I've just, it's been such a wonderful experience and I feel so grateful. I feel very protective of them. And, um, you know, I, I, it was again like a song comes out when it was supposed to. I my I was supposed to meet Maddie. We were supposed to be like in this life together. Um, I love her so very much. Um, I I like I if I she feels like a daughter to me. She's the closest thing to a daughter I'll, I, I'll ever have. Um, and I just. I'm fiercely protective of her and the family and um, I want nothing but good for them, you know? So I just keep writing new projects that, um, uh, Oh, I just got the nod that we've got running out of time, but, um, but I, uh, I got, I just keep writing new projects so that I can just keep working with her so that I can make, make sure that at least, at least half the time she's working with someone who's protecting her, Love that. <laughs> not exploiting I... her. One uh, last question from uh, Instagram from Katie. It says, what does authenticity look like to you as an artist? P.S. You're a queen. That's what she said. <laughs> that's so sweet. Authenticity. Uh, yeah. Wow, that's a, such a difficult question. As an artist, I don't even know what that means either because it's uh, hard to be objective. Um, yeah. uh, but I, I guess, I guess authenticity to me means being telling the truth, being your most self, your absolute self, um, not wearing any masks or hiding behind anything um, or um, a PR machine or as an artist, I could say, not yeah. hiding behind any. I don't even have a PR. I don't have a PR rep like um, – <laughs> but I'm the only person I know in the <laughs> music or acting or comedy industry that doesn't have a, a, a press agent. Yeah. <laughs> but in my contracts, I, I d designed it that I don't have to do promo if I don't want to. And what we're doing now is promo for those of you who are listening and, um, and it can be really, it can make you really crazy doing promo because you get asked the same questions over and over again and you start to feel insane. Um, and that's why I feel sorry for Lady Gaga and the 99 and that video that got cut, cut together of her saying, you like, you know, all you need is like 99 people could say no, all you need is that one person to say yes. Um, because it is hard to do, um, 
you know, some people are doing like 500, 600 interviews for a movie they're in or, you know, or a song they're putting out. And it is hard to, as an artist, (laughs) to be authentic in every interview to try and make it um, feel new. Yeah. To talk about the same subject and, you know, to make, to personalize the fact that I'm talking to you about it this time. Um, and that's what's different. And so I can, I, yes, I've said some of the things, um, in this interview that I've said in another interview, but uh, I also said new things. <laughs> well, great. I'm glad I asked some good questions then. <laughs> you did. I was really proud. I'm really proud of you. Thank you. And thank you so much uh, for taking the time to chat. And we're so excited to uh, see this project and hear the new music that's coming this year. And we can't wait. Thanks, sweetie. Lots of love to you. And thanks for helping me promote the movie.